it's time for another episode of Spend It Widely. Hello, dear listeners. You join us for another fantastic episode, self-rated, <laughs> of Spend Five It Widely. Would come again. <laughs> yeah. Um, we come to you live from London. Stratford specifically, where um, Dominic thought it was appropriate to ask a little employee whether there was any chill champagne. Needless to say, there was not. <laughs> That's useful advice. People need to know that. There is not chill champagne. In the little. <laughs> <laughs> it was an interesting experience. It was such an interesting experience. Anyway, uh, grab yourself a cheeky Chinzano from the top shelf. I would say Martini Rosso for oh, this week. All right. Yeah. Tell me more. Um, um, controversial. Um, treat yourselves to two ice cubes. You know, one's not enough. And we've three's got too a many. fantastic episode. We're going to be giving you some advice on how to complain in the right way. We've also got our regular things, such as things I hate and I shouldn't be telling you this. So strap in. Pick up that glass of Martini Rosso and enjoy yourselves. So we thought we'd talk to you today about complaining and how to do it well, because it's so, so easy to do wrong and everyone just hates that guy. And I know complaining might seem like a foreign topic for people as mild-mannered and polite as ourselves, but um, you can still be mild-mannered and polite. I mean, we're not, but you can. <laughs> if you are that person, you can still be this person and register that you've had an issue with something and i don't think we should be afraid of that it is no. the british way I, but it's not the correct way so. I, I think that as brits we are we all too often shy away from saying when something's wrong and i'm not suggesting that if there's no problem that you go crazy and start shouting and laying into someone for no particular reason because just don't do that just don't but if there's a legitimate grievance Something happened, your food was cold, the waiter punched you in the face, you came back from the toilet and someone had stolen the chair and the table and all of your things. I mean, that was a hell of a party. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be me. Um, then you need to speak to someone. And I would say there's a way of doing it well and there's definitely many, many, many ways of doing it wrong. So my top tips, as somebody who's... I would like to say toes are dying quite well uh, when it comes to complaining. But also, you're quite discerning when it, it comes to the services that you pay for. And I, I w was breathless with admiration the first time we went for lunch. Oh, yeah, we can talk to you. Accidentally got... Don't, don't, don't no, ruin no, the story. No spoilers, please. So we... Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll tell you in a second. But what I would say in terms of top tips is, one, be specific. There was an issue. You had a problem tell the people about what that issue was so need know what you're going to complain about if the what was if the waiter is surly and the food is cold you know don't start ranting about the entire thing just talk about what the problem really is yeah keep it clear what's the thing that most annoyed you you know keep your feelings out of it it's not about what you felt so, like be factual so i would say yeah specific and then that's a really good point an emotion keep the emotion out of it be polite just consistently be polite say I know it's not your fault, or I totally understand, but m remember, they're a human too. I've been in that role, many people have. You are not the person who's sent out to cause this, well, most of the time, a horrible experience. So be polite to that dude. But also girl. it is part of their job to deal with feedback. And yeah. if they don't get feedback, they never learn. So if there is a silly waitress who, for example, you know, telling a friend's story, or mine, um, knocks a glass of Prosecco over a really important contact that you take out. That was you. And then blames As in you, you were the one who had the glass knocked over your contact. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was me. There we go. You you cracked my code there. <laughs> <laughs> complex, Sophisticated complex as it was. It was. Um, so uh, the glass shattered into my dinner. To avoid a fuss, I ate around the glass. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, which I shouldn't have done. But the thing that was most upsetting for me is she'd knocked the glass over into the lap of a new contact that i'd made fortunately he was very very good about it considering he was wearing 
my glass of Prosecco. But <laughs> when I fed back... Darling, what are you wearing? Even when I fed back to the maitre d', he'd spoken to her and she'd said that both of us were at fault. See, yeah, this is unacceptable. You need to be know what the grievance is, which you definitely did. Uh, be polite. Um, tip number three or four, I've lost count. Speak <laughs> to the right person. So there's but, no yeah, point... Because he was really apologetic because I pointed out, I was like... Um, whether or not we were mutually at fault, there was some fault on your side. I was not offered a new meal. Yeah. I ate around the glass out of politeness and embarrassment because I was with somebody I didn't know very well. And I don't want... And they offered to comp the whole meal and I didn't take it because I thought it really undermined my point because I didn't want something for free. And I think, you know, it's hard to complain because you do worry if you're somebody who's not looking for something for free and genuinely just want to feed back. It's hard to complain because it looks like you're seeking well, some kind that of leads, compensation. That leads me on so well to tip free. my t- so. final tip, which is know what you want. Sometimes if you want just for them to know, then that's fine. If you actually feel like you deserve a dessert or a drink or the entire meal for free because you've been assaulted with a shattered glass, uh, <laughs> then explain that to the person. Follow those four tips and you will go far when it comes to rectifying those wrongs. Also, don't say, even if you are a person, do you not know who I am? Yeah, oh my goodness, no. And don't threaten to go to the press. Yeah. Um, you have no idea, as someone who's worked in customer services, if you've not worked in customer services, you have no idea how many people say that. So even if Martin Lewis is your brother, don't say that. I mean, it kind of undermines the validity of your complaint. If you've got a genuine grievance, follow the grievance procedure and follow it through as far as you can before you resort to those methods because that is ultimately what Martin Lewis would say. It's what a agony aunt would say if you wrote to the sun or the mirror. You've got to prove that you did all you could to resolve it within the parameters that they've set out. And if they still fail to deliver, then it's game on. Absolutely, go to the ombudsman. Ding, ding, ding. And, you know, we, we've all done it. And, you know, it's worth doing. Like, don't give up. And I think a lot of complaints procedures do hope that you'll just go away and give up. Oh, so, so loads true. and loads of hurdles in the way. Um, I got a full refund on a holiday, but it took me about four months because the um, the thing in the brochure did not match the room that we stayed in, which looked like a hostel. And when I reported it to the rep of, I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to name and shame them because, you know, I'm better than that. And they did give me my money back. But Bobby, the rep... <laughs> said to me me um a head of pr so I'm, I'm i'm familiar with with how promotion works um you can't expect what you get in the picture that's just marketing what right yeah no not cool not cool <laughs> so, bobby and if it was me i probably would have let it go but it was my in-laws who paid for the whole holiday as a treat for us they were in a beautiful renovated room that looked just like the brochure we were in a hostel that looked like we might be murdered in our beds so <laughs> yeah pursue it don't give up you know let but like i said pursue it within the grounds that they set and then if they stray out of the grounds or don't get back to you go on in fantastic so we've got your top tips right there for complaining yeah they are my top tips um and they are be specific be polite be consistent know what you want and know what you want there we go. We did, and we will replicate that. Maybe. I mean, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to do it now because I've said it. We're gonna replicate that on site. So if you didn't take notes, because why would you? Because this is a podcast, and it's you know. You mean they're not taking notes? Uh, well, I'm gonna assume. There's not. definitely gonna be an exam. Yeah, I mean, it's up to you. Take notes. Don't take notes. You should but, take you know, notes. We are gonna take no liability for the score you get at the end, and what happens if you fail. And now it's time for. I shouldn't be telling you this, but. <laughs> What? 
I shouldn't be telling you this, but... I shouldn't be telling you this. Um, I don't know quite how to say this, Vix. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a confessional. It's a safe space. It's not a safe space. There's everyone listening. Well, all of you, me, and maybe one other person. Anyway, I shouldn't... I mean, how dare you? <laughs> we have at least three family members. That's true. I um, One time, I, I, I used to live in a lovely little town called Marlborough, and I couldn't park outside my house because when they invented houses they didn't think of roads and they definitely didn't think of parking so we used to have to park up the hill and so I parked up the hill and one time one time I parked the car I was very tired after getting back from work long 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 day at work and I got out and I was I had a bit much too much coffee that afternoon so I was already a little bit tense and I got out of the car and I put my foot on the ground and I thought I'm feeling very woozy all of a sudden (laughs) woozy Sounds like a naughty word, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm a rather rude. <laughs> and I put my foot on the floor. Oh my god, I'm gonna pass out. I was like, the the ground is spinning. This is really this is really bad. Uh, and then I and then I realised I'm literally gonna fall over. Oh and it's not because I'm being woozy, it's because my right foot is on the ground and my left foot is in my car and my car's moving. Oh <laughs> I was like, oh, Christ, what do I do? And the car was a very, like, really <laughs> slowly moving forward. So I was like, okay, well, I've got two options. I either get out or get in. So I got in and, and, and very rapidly kind of jumped on the brake. But then I realised the brake doesn't work unless I've got the key in the ignition. And the key's not in the ignition. So the car's still moving forward really, really slowly. We're not talking a hill. We're talking like a gentle decline. And I got, I got my key and I put it in the ignition. And I was like, oh, my God. Put it in. That's how I respond Actually, I'm quite good in crises, but not not in this one. Yeah, you're really you're a good driver as well. Yeah, so this surprises me. <laughs> you got out of the car while the car was still running away. Like, it's because you've learnt lessons since this happened to you. Clearly, like, subconsciously, I was like, handbrakes were optional. Oh my um, god! Remember that time you took me to five car washes? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally the end of the story. Like, there's nothing funny here. Um, yeah, no, I invited you up for a lovely day out in Cheltenham and then before your train I was like, why don't we show you the sights of sounds of Cheltenham by getting my car washed and then decided to drive And then around. we just couldn't find a car wash that was working <laughs> and you're like, oh, I know one that's five minutes away and we were like, okay, our train's half hour away, sure, it's not. It's too late to go back to the house now, let's go to another car wash and um, the that moral is the, the story the... of how we went to five car washes yeah, in Cheltenham. Such an exciting time for all to behold. <laughs> anyway, so I um I Off put my the key. The, the end of the story <laughs> is I put my keys in the ignition, turned the car ignition on, um, and shoved my foot on the brake. And I I swear to God I brushed, brushed within a hair's breadth Touched the car it in front. To you. Kissed it. Kissed it. So I was like, oh, Christ, <laughs> this is all I need. Stopped, got out, checked all the bumpers, and uh, there was no damage. Thank Christ. To um, your car or the other to car? To both. Okay. Um, I shouldn't be telling you this, but I had the world's most slow motion car crash. <laughs> this week's top tip comes live to you directly from Vix. Vix, what would you like to tell our people about? Take your stuff back. <laughs> any specific stuff? Back to any specific place? <laughs> um, well, online shopping is a scourge. It's something that, you know, I'm two clicks away from having like a big unicorn inflatable, even though I haven't got holiday plans at any given point in the day. But my um, my particular poison is ASOS. <laughs> Can I just sidebar there? Uh, an inflatable unicorn. Have you read these funny Google and um, Amazon reviews about this giant inflatable ball, which is like a ten foot <laughs> inflatable <laughs> ball? And one of the it's a ten honestly it's a ten foot in, foot inflatable ten ball. Ten foot inflatable ball. <laughs> and one of the pieces of advice was make sure you don't blow this up inside if you want it outside. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but no, to be fair, it's 
so big and they're like oh don't blow it up um unless you're near a door that you can escape <laughs> oh, that is the pure scale of this door. item it's brilliant um so we, anyway. di- we digress uh, not us but yeah asos is my personal poison um since the free next day delivery because i've got their vip service i'm out of control lux i am out of control lads it's not even okay but I am not very good. Why at... was that directed specifically to lads? Is this because a... everyone could be a lad. This is like, are you not? Nah, you're, nah, not you're, you're just not on Twitter enough, Dominic, to no. appreciate what the kids are saying. Things kids, are doing a social on people. 34 year old me and, <laughs> and, <that's laughs> and my small group of friends. <laughs> but yeah, it's what the cool kids are doing. But anyway, lads and I don't know, ladies, just to. Is it ladettes? To... No, not since the 90s. What's a ladette? Are you Denise Van Outen? <laughs> I don't know. How do I tell? Is there like some quick quiz I can do to find out on BuzzFeed? I mean, there definitely is. But, um... <laughs> okay, you carry on talking. I'll find I want to talk about my tip. God damn it. I let you talk about your tip last week. Um, anyway, um, what I established, because typically what I'm very good at is filling out the form saying there's no tick box for it made me look like a potato. But you, so you just have to say it doesn't fit. So ticking the box, putting in the little bag, sealing out the bag, getting it ready to go, putting the sticker on the front. And then I just pop it in a pile on my bedroom floor. Uh, my husband calls it the floor drobe <laughs> when he likes me or the shame pile when he likes me less. And <laughs> he, likes me. he likes me less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I pull the bags from the pile to establish it. But um, can, I, any- can I just no, interlude you here? Get to talk. I remember when I came over to your house one day and there was a whole thing going on because accidentally you'd locked your cat in the spare room, which is where the floor drove is. Yeah. Um, and it transpires the cat needed to go to the loo during the day. So what, what has happened to the floor drobe? Um, the secondary floor drobe that Dominic well, is two. referring to. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course there's two. My secondary, my sundry items in spare room. Um, yeah, they're no longer with us. <laughs> um, they're departed. ASOS shopping. Day dead. Um, <laughs> anyway the point i was trying to make was um what i noticed when i under heavy duress sent back one of the top items that were on the pile that was probably from about six months ago is um asos bless them gave me all my money back and i have replicated this across a couple of online websites just out of pure interest if it's big enough to fit in a post box i'll do it because <laughs> i'm not that lazy is so that if, like I could, if i could stuff it into a post box it's all good as soon as i have to queue up in a post yeah. office which sucks the soul from your body i'm not interested anymore even if it means i have to keep Royal a 50 pound dress it really does it's on their wikipedia yeah page. i just two stamps for my soul it ain't worth it so if you've got things that are even if you're like me averse to the post office if you've got things that will fit in your post box chuck them in for the laugh you're not going to wear the clothes in the bags they're just going to clutter up your house or you'll donate them to charity or throw them away Chuck them in the post box. It's like a scratch card. See what you're going to get back. Yes, they might be in the sale. It might be a pound. It might be full price. But chuck them in. Give it a try. You know, just give it a shot. Are you really telling us that our top tip this week is chuck them in? Yes. And I stand by it. Okay. That's our top tip. And now it's time for things I hate. Things, things I hate. hate. What do you What do you hate? <laughs> I mean, how much time have we got? <laughs> <laughs> okay, specifically things that I've hated today: novelty summer drinks at a high premium. So, who are like price? Well, yeah, 
Like, and also time and labour. Like, I'm talking about pimps. Okay. <laughs> They're right. on level with you. I was wondering about the whole labour comment. <laughs> what, are you, what are you getting for drinks? Like, are, are they making like... wine from scratch? They might as well be though. By the time they've cut up their cucumber and like put their yeah, mint leaves true. in, it's an absolute arduous you look at them and labor. Thinking, it's like it, that scene in Love Actually where Rowan Atkinson's putting things in the box. And it's like, what if they've got lying around? It's not even like to the to the pin's recipe. It's like the rogue things that go in when people <laughs> run out of the proper ingredients. It's insane. Yeah, silver it's foil, like, cocktail like, stick. I don't want orange in it. That's not part of the original recipe. It is amazing how you look at them and you think, is this literally the first time in your entire life you've ever sliced up an apple? <laughs> the ratios are out of control as well. But I have to say, I don't think, I don't think that, I don't think that Pims is a problem. I don't, I don't identify with that. But it is because it's not even nice. You go through all that trouble. You hand over double the price of the drink that you probably really wanted. But no, it's summer. And you've watched the people in the stands eating their strawberries and cream in Wimbledon. And you go, oh, Pimps is nice. It's not nice. It's a scam. I'm going to say something controversial. I, I think that the fact is you're just angry that you don't like Pimps. No. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I just feel, nobody that, likes Pims. Vic, you're lying to yourself. The fact that you don't like Pims isn't Pims' fault. Don't blame Pims. <laughs> If you to want to be angry of. about a drink, be angry about Aperol. No one likes Aperol. See, that is wrong. No, I no, no, they like think Aperol. they do. If the ratios are right, it's no. good, but the ratios are never right. You're no, no. We're they never think they do. People order Aperol because they saw it on the side of a bus stop and they saw somebody else ordering it and the other person was ordering it because they saw it on the side of a bus stop. No one, Marketing. <laughs> no one likes bullshit. Aperol spritz. I hate Aperol spritz. I have a legitimate grievance with Aperol spritz. You do not have a legitimate grievance with Pims. I Pims do. loves everyone. Why don't you love it? Because it's made poorly. <laughs> okay, well, things I hate is Pims. And it doesn't taste nice. It's the flavour. Okay. I'm right. I think it's fair to say I have absolutely no idea to, how to sum that up. You hate Pims. I think that's not valid. One of us is right, one of us is wrong. Yeah, and I'm right. Uh, um, we've talked to you about yeah, how to no. complain. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not going to accept that. You don't get the last no, word by talking over me. But no. it's true. Absolutely not. Unbelievable. We're not going to rehash this again. We had like a whole two minutes earlier about this. This is the end of us. This is the last podcast we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> well, Irreconcilable differences. If you want advice or guidance, then go elsewhere. But if you want a link and details about what we've talked about, then go to spenditwidely.com where we will be giving you all of the nonsense that we spoke about in written word format so you can do it on the tube and also listen to us on the tube. That was a joke. <laughs> I think if you have to tell someone it's a joke, it's not really a joke. Um, also, Pims is bullshit. Okay, bye. Anyway, bye. Thanks for listening. Um, if you'd like to subscribe to this because you've loved it so much, um, if you loved it, rate it. Give us five stars. If you didn't love it, you never heard from us and you never heard of us. And um, share it with your friends. As ever, tips and links on the website spenditwidely.com.